Welcome, everybody, to the Fallout Lorecast. I am your host, Tom, or Robots, and I'm here with Lainey, as usual now, our, my regular co-host. Lainey, how's it going? It's going good. Yeah, you've got kind of this uh, new setup going on, which uh, looks really cool. I, I like your little figures over there on the I side. I do. Yeah, I got my little guys up here. Yeah, very, very cool. Um, so just uh, before we get too into it, there are a few things that I need to go over because big news came out today. Today is Monday, the 21st. We are live right now, twitch.tv slash robots radio. And big news came out today. Bethesda ZeniMax was purchased by Microsoft. And this is absolutely huge news. Everybody's been buzzing about it on the internet. Everyone's talking about what does this mean? What could possibly change in the future? How is this going to affect everything? Lots of big news about that. And that is not the focus of this episode today because we will be digging into cryptids and specifically the Flatwoods monster as a continuation of the whole aliens theme and getting into the spooky spirit of Halloween coming up in the next month. Um, but I did want to address that a little bit at the beginning of the show and let you know that if you are looking for an absolutely much more well-rounded and complete view of this based on everything that we know, tomorrow on the Fallout Hub, Tuesday, 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash the Fallout Hub, myself and Ken and Dave and our guest Tuniversal will be discussing this in detail. So if you're in the live stream right now and you want to tune in with that stuff, or if you happen to get this episode before that comes out, then you're welcome to come join, join us and we will be discussing it in more detail. But for today, we are talking cryptids. And uh, for those of you in chat at the end of the episode, I want to hear some of your stories about coming across the Flatwoods monster in Fallout 76. So save those for close to the end of the episode and then think about it and share some of your some of your uh, your adventures. And I'd love to uh, read them out at the end of the show. Let's move in to some background. And Lainey, Lainey's been digging into, Lainey's kind of my investigative reporter lately. She's been doing an awesome job digging into some of the background behind the things that we've been talking about. And Lainey, you have kind of a, um, kind of a, what is this? A summary of just cryptids in general, general explanation of what they are, some definitions. And then we're going to be moving into how Fallout has handled cryptids up until 76 and then specifics on the Flatwood monster. So what do you have to kick us off with today? So for anyone who doesn't know what a cryptid is, um, they're pretty much agreed to be creatures that are claimed by some to exist without any substantial proof. Um, and depending on who you will talk to, some people will say that there's more proof than others. Um, of course, some people who believe they've come across these cryptids might really believe it, whereas people who have never seen them would think that they're crazy, right? So it just depends. Um, right, some of the most right. famous cryptids that you probably would recognize are the Loch Ness Monster, um, Bigfoot or Sasquatch, Yetis, um, the Chupacabra, Mothman. <laughs> the Chupacabra. <laughs> That's one of my favorites to say. These are all like your classic cryptids that I don't know. If you know anything about cryptids, you probably know some of those. Some people occasionally yeah. consider. I think, to jump in, I, I think anybody who's watched like the History Channel in the last 
25 years has probably seen one of these shows where they go, oh, is this thing real? And of course, the aliens guy who's like aliens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure. <laughs> Sorry, go on. Yeah. Some people consider aliens and ghosts to also be cryptids, given that some people believe in them, but we don't have any substantial proof that they've, they're really here, you know, depending on who you ask. Um, mm-hmm. This isn't always the case for people who really like cryptids. You know, there's a la- like somehow that's separate, yeah, but it stands by the same rules. Um, same thing goes for creatures that come from different spiritualities and religions and mythologies where uh, to the people who are within these cultures, they might believe that they're real, you know, and these are important to the cultures. So it can be disrespectful to refer to them as cryptids. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, imagine, <laughs> imagine, imagine you're walking down the street in, in a uh, uh, culture that you normally aren't part of. And somebody was like, <laughs> yeah, dogs, who believes in dogs? Right. You know, you'd be like, I, I do. I have one, you know, and they'd be like, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. You have a dog. Uh huh. Yeah. Like, for, for people who believe in a thing, they see that as reality. And to tell them that the reality that they believe in isn't reality creates a huge disconnection in their brains. Right. Um, so, yeah, I can I can see that that would be kind of insulting. And they'd feel like you guys are idiots. So this is clearly real. I believe in it. And this actually comes up in video games a lot, even outside of Fallout, um, particularly with Windigos. So you see that in Fallout 76, but you also see that in games. Um, you know, some horror games have Windigos in them, and it can be considered disrespectful um, depending on how it's approached. So we'll get to that later. <laughs> okay. In Fallout lore, there are sometimes references to cryptids based on real life cryptids, but some of them are just created, or at least for the most part, created just for the games. Um, from mm, yeah, there's kind of a spectrum, right? There's kind of a spectrum bet- between um, something like a, a Wendigo, which may be considered a real cryptid, um, yeah, the uh, the Mothman, which is mm-hmm. very much a very popular cryptid. Um, but then there are other things that are just creations of the, you know, the story, the mutations in the world, those kinds of things. In Fallout, um, despite you know. Being a cryptid means that some people won't believe in it. Just like we were talking about with aliens in the last episode, the government and the military are believed to be involved with some cryptids even mm-hmm. before the Great War. So, right. So like the government, for example, would be before the Great War and the military. But even, you know, after it, you have things like the Dark or not the Dark Brotherhood. Wrong the game, Dark Brother- Brotherhood <laughs> in Fallout. <laughs> this news, news just in. The Dark Brotherhood is in Fallout. I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, the Brotherhood of Steel, for example, is involved with some aliens. And so you see this where some factions or groups of people have more access to cryptids than others or may even be involved in the creation of cryptids in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You also see the way that certain cryptids have impacted the culture um, of the wasteland, but also the, the old world where um, you have things like the Point Pleasant Mothman statue. You have mm-hmm. Altec University's football team, which is called the Fighting Windigos. You have... Which uh, is a great name. That's a really good name. <laughs> you have the Tales from the West Virginia Hills series, which you can find on Holotape. Um, and then there's the Grafton Holiday Parade or Grafton Day, if you do the event, where before the war, 
there was a fake Grafton monster or Grafton beast. And then after the war, there is now a real one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh (laughs) So, yes. (laughs) So cryptids are actually a large part of the culture in these games, um, which is fun. So it's fun to explore that. Mm-hmm. The presence of more cryptids, or at least, you know, seeming presence, because some of them did exist beforehand in the wasteland, is that um, is likely because humans have gone almost extinct, leaving more room for these cryptids to roam and not be pushed out or not have to hide. Well, yeah, I mean, think about it. Um, we had the over the last, what, 30,000 years, and specifically more over the last 10 to 5,000 years, um, a reduction of megafauna in the Americas. Like, Mm -hmm. this is a real-world thing. And so, as, like, imagine if you were a a Viking, if you were one of Leif Erikson's Vikings coming over to the New World and coming across, say, one of the last remaining mega megafauna in like Newfoundland or something, and you saw some sort of giant cat or giant mammoth or something like this still happening to be around because who knows, maybe there were still some hanging around out there, but most of them were dead because humans had killed them off during the original migrations of the Native American peoples. Um, then like if you had returned back to uh, European shores and said, Hey, we saw these giant creatures over there. People would have thought, you know, I mean, in today's terms, they would say, Oh, you saw a cryptid. Yeah. Those things don't exist. That's crazy. Right. But no, they did exist. These were megafauna and they were crazy. They're crazy things. Like think about like a saber tooth tiger, like a saber tooth cat. Like we don't have those alive on the planet today. And if you were to describe one to somebody and say, yeah, there's a there's a giant cat out there. It's kind of like a really big puma. And it has what are essentially two giant daggers for teeth coming out of its face. Somebody would be like, you're you're nuts. That's crazy. That sounds like he just made it up. It sounds like a five year old made it up. And, you know, this is my new awesome animal, you know, but you go back far enough in time and those things were real and there was probably a period of time where they were very rare, even to the people who were native to the areas that they were in. So it would make sense that those things would become stories as they became less and less common. I have a question for you in the chat. Mm -hmm. Um, You probably will figure out the answer pretty easily, but there's a creature that up until 2161 was considered by new Californians to be a cryptid despite being very prevalent in other areas of the wasteland. Do you know what uh-huh. it is? A creature up until 2161. New Californians, wastelanders. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know. You in the chat think they know? This oh, would have been... Uh, Death Claws? Is, mm-hmm. this, is this something that we find out about in New Vegas? Or was this in, in one of the games? I wouldn't know. So, I mean, in terms of region, that would make sense. Um, But yeah, I'm not sure when you first find out about that. But I do know that because it wasn't, there weren't so many death claws in the area there. To them, they didn't think it existed Mm. at all. But of course, if you lived, yeah, this is probably this is probably (laughs) Fallout One. Yeah, this is probably Fallout One, where it was it was a rare thing. It is a boss in the first two games. Yes, yeah. I think that is a thing. There were also furry death claws at one point too, and they were intelligent. 
And that was a whole other thing, which is kind of crazy. That's terrifying. But yeah. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. So let's let's dive in a little bit into um, the bits and pieces of cryptids from the series before seventy six. Just kind of a real quick as a quick overview about uh, cryptids in the history of Fallout, and then obviously when we get to seventy six, this is where we get the bulk of them. So right. what did we have in the original Fallout's? So in the original Fallout's, you see. You could consider aliens as cryptids, which you see in a few of the games, and we talked about that last episode. Um, but other than aliens, the only other cryptid you really see are ghosts, and there's only two of them. And so one of them mm-hmm. is in Fallout 2. Uh, her name is Anna Winslow. She is in the den where her family lived before the Great War. Um, it's difficult to engage in conversation with her but if you're able to she'll tell you that she's missing her locket and that if you find it she'll be able to pass on so if you track down the person yeah. who stole her locket you can then return it to her and help her out right yeah that's i love I, i've mentioned this over and over again but i love how things like this go back in the series to the first two games oh i'm gone some connection problems i think you're still here yeah i'm sorry about there that I'm, I'm back it's now okay. hold on i'm gonna make sure that my roommate isn't like hogging the wi-fi <laughs> yeah yeah go for that so um uh fallout 3 of course we have aliens and then of course we have the expansion mothership zeta uh fallout new vegas there are aliens they look like the zetans 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 uh but are stronger and the alien captain is more humanoid taller and has 16 times the health of the Zetan captain by fallout four we have aliens injured at a crash site and then we have ghosts ghosts come back lady do you want to talk about the ghosts yeah so in the nuka world expansion um you'll meet lucy granchester who lives in um, a mansion that was her family's home that was then turned into a tourist attraction at nuka world um Lucy murdered her parents. Their names were Morticia and Hannibal Granchester and was sent to Morticia and Hannibal. <laughs> Such good names. Was sent to a mental asylum. Uh, this is a little bit of a content warning, but she uh, on her 18th birthday escaped and hung herself in her family home. Um, despite dying at 18, her ghost is a child, which is mm-hmm. honestly creepier. And the mansion became a huge attraction. Um, where people could go and try and see her. But if you try to follow her, she'll lead you to dead ends and disappear. Um, If you're outside of the mansion and you look through the window at her, because she stands at one of the windows, and you look at the ceiling above where she is, you'll actually Uh see what looks like wings. Um, So her shadow, she's lit from underneath, and her shadow looks like it has fluttering wings behind it. It's not clear if this was intentional or just, you know, an accident with how the lighting was in the game. So, Lainey, what do we know about the Fallout? Or what do we know about the Flatwoods monster? (laughs) The Fallout monster. The Fallout Um, monster. (laughs) So, in terms of its real-life origin, um, it comes from Flatwoods, West Virginia, where on September 12th, 1952, two brothers, Fred and Edward May, and their friend Tommy Heyer, claimed to see a bright object flash across the sky. When they went home and told their family... Their mom, Kathleen, organized a team, including the West Virginia National Guardsman Eugene Lemon, to investigate the area where they claimed to encounter a nauseatingly pungent mist. 
and saw a pulsing red light. Nauseatingly the- <laughs> pungent mist. Mm-hmm. Delicious. <laughs> Scrumptious. Scrumptious. When they looked for the light source, Lemin claimed he saw a, and I quote, man-like figure with a round red face surrounded by a pointed hood-like shape. And uh-huh. Kathleen described it as having small claws and a head that resembled an ace of spades. Um, other investigators went to the area and claimed to see evidence of a flying saucer landing uh, because they saw skid marks and an odd gummy deposit is what they like wrote it as. An odd um, gummy deposit. Right. And I, I looked into this a little bit more. It seems like so the investigator that reported this drove around the area in a truck. I think he just saw his own tracks and like something from his truck. <laughs> like he drove through something like some really gross mud yeah. and saw his own car tracks. Yeah, <laughs> possibly. But he was convinced or at least, you know, supposedly that it was a flying saucer landing as evidence of a UFO. Um, the most likely explanation for the lights that they saw were that there was a meteor that same day that crossed three states, West Virginia, Pennsylvania and Maryland. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a flashing red aircraft beacon. Actually, I think there was two or three of them uh, visible from the site. And then uh, there was speculation that, you know, what was the creature that they saw? Um, and it was actually just a barn owl. <laughs> <laughs> Reddish face, kind mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, barn owls. The eyes kind would of the, glow, right? It would the have eyes eye would shine. glow in, in light. Uh, the, the hood around it could just be the feathery shape of the head. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to look claws, up bar- wait, right? I'm going to look up barn claws. Yeah. Barn owl. <laughs> I'm going to look this up. We're going to put this up on the stream. Yeah. Here we go. Look. Barn owl. Look at the shape of the head. Like an ace of spades, right? That makes sense. Glowing eyes. Owls have claws. They've got talons. Their eyes would glow and reflect. <laughs> totally makes sense. Yeah. So look at, look at this and then look at. Flatwoods monster picture, right? You can totally like you turn the ace of spades upside down, and now you have t- two big eyes. And I mean, you could totally be mistaken as a barn owl for sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah. So, <laughs> so most likely this was a barn owl. Um, <laughs> what do we know about the the one in Fallout? Uh, 76 like how does how did this translate into the game so in fallout the flatwoods monster is an alien um mm-hmm. it's been dropped off on earth to kidnap humans by the zadens who um are just you know the most famous fallout aliens um it's a deformed alien so it has really short legs which is why it floats it has like that bullet shaped casing at the bottom yeah, and um, you can see the legs there if you get close enough to clip through it. Um, you can see it, and sometimes when you kill it, it'll lay on the ground in ways that you can actually see parts of its body that are harder to see if it's just floating around and you're fighting it. Yeah, so you know if you're not clipping through it and you just look at it, it's a <laughs> it's like a spacesuit. It has a helmet. It's a purple helmet, you know, like you'd see on an astronaut, um, and it kind of floats around. Um, yeah, in this picture right here, you can see if you're watching on the live stream or if you miss if you miss the live stream, you look up at the Robots Radio YouTube channel. You can see the little feet 
hanging down in the little window on the suit. If you look very carefully. Um, I'll try and find some other pictures while you're talking about this. So, uh, the Flowers monster is able to teleport, which you would know if you do encounter it. There's a chance that when you try to shoot at it, it will just disappear. Um, but it, if it does become hostile and engage with you, it will teleport around when it's trying to fight you. Um, being near a Flatwoods monster will drive you insane, uh, theoretically. <laughs> <laughs> so uh -huh. just being near it is supposed to like warp your mind. I think this comes in a really strange way from that really gross smelling mist in mm -hmm. the original legend. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know that's translated into driving you insane, I guess. But I mean, if you're in a really nasty mist, you probably would go insane. Um, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> if you do encounter the Flatwoods monster and you're around other non-player characters, it can control them in order to fight you, including your own camp's turrets. So watch out. <laughs> wow, I didn't know that. I didn't know mm -hmm. that about that. Um, I've come across the Flatwoods monster a few times and it's always been out in the wild alone. There was there weren't any other creatures nearby. Um, and in one case, it teleported away before I could get to it. It's like I saw it in the distance. I took some shots. It must have moved somewhere and teleported and it was gone. Um, the second time I came across it, I think I mentioned this on the last episode. It was on like a hill and it was glitched. It wasn't even moving. It wouldn't respond to me. Uh, something happened and I died. Like I fall off the hill or something when I came back, like in its place was like, I don't know, a, a bear or something instead. Um, so it didn't respawn in that location. Something else was there. Um, but I do believe that I've killed one in the wild before, but it's been a while. And these are very rare. These uh, don't come out. Um, it's very hard to come across them in the wild. You could play for a few hundred hours and still not really run into one potentially. Yeah, I've, I mean, I haven't played very much Fallout 76 yet, but I've yet to run into a cryptid and I'm very excited to, which I'm sure anyone listening to this podcast will find out whenever I do because I'll definitely <laughs> share. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll be playing tonight after after the show. Um, so maybe we'll run into some cryptids tonight. That would be a lot of fun. Um, but that's one of the things that they've done so well about Fallout 76 is that the cryptids are so rare. They they don't just show up all the time and much of the time you you can spend hours and hours and hours in game and just not run into them i mean other than the fact that this is obvious we have an internet we have lots of people talking about these things so we know that these things are real we see pictures we see videos of them but imagine a world where we didn't have the internet if we were all playing this game there would be people who are like ah, there's nothing like that in the game because they never came across them um you would have like you know schoolyard conversations the way we did back when like super mario brothers one was out about like yeah on this level if you go through this thing you can skip through the end of the level or you can climb into a vine that takes you into the clouds and the other kids would be like whoa no way that's really a thing we would be having those conversations about fallout 76 but there's the internet so not really mm -hmm. 
So, well, cool, Lainey. This is this is some really cool stuff. I would love to hear some of our chats uh, experiences with the Flatwoods monster and Fev. Your your description a little bit more into why you think the ghost in Fallout Four is a hologram. I would love to hear that after the break in the middle. So, feel free to go ahead and share some of your stories. I want to know if you had any specific uh, interesting interactions with the Flatwoods monster. And next week we will be digging into one or two or maybe three, depending on how much info we find on some of these other cryptids. So we're going to be working through those as we actually next week. I'm sorry. Next week is the patron episode. And then we'll be getting back to cryptids for October because October is like creepy, creepy, you know, Halloween month. So we got to go do that. So, all right, let's transition to the middle of the show. Hello there, old chap. Good to see another of General Atomic's finest still eager to serve. And my middle of the show button is not working. So here we are in the middle of the show. Welcome to the middle of the show. Thank you for tuning in. And thank you, as always, to our patrons. If you'd like to join us on the patron-only episode, which happens at the end of every month to talk about whatever we decide to talk about, which we haven't done yet. We haven't figured this out yet. Guys, we need to figure this out. I have some ideas, but as always... I want this to be community driven. So I want to hear what you guys think we should discuss. If you'd like to join us, you still have time. You can sign up patreon.com slash fall lorecast tier four members get to join us every every month that you are a sub to the, to the Patreon and tiers below that get all sorts of other rewards special discord channels, ad free episodes, those kinds of things. So thank you to all of our patrons for doing that and helping to support the show. It really does mean a ton to us. It helps us do this every week and keep bringing you the content that we love to bring you. Also, if you would like to tell your friends about the show and help us out that way, that would be a wonderful way to do it as well. And if you're watching on the stream and you want to help support the show through bits and subs on the Twitch stream, that's another way you can do it as well. So we appreciate all the support. Thank you so much. Lainey, let's move to the end of the show. If you have any questions about Nuka World, I'd be delighted to answer them. So we are here at the end of the show and I would love to hear any of your stories about dealing with the Flatwoods monster. Now, Fev Dweller in chat, who is uh, an old friend of mine from the internet, we are we are good digital buddies, um, says here, and if, if you didn't notice, he's F-E-V Dweller. He, he's literally named after a dweller in Fallout who I guess gets the F-E-V virus. Like, he's, he knows a thing or two about Fallout. Um, he says here that there is a daily quest that lets you consistently spawn a Flatwoods monster. I did not realize this. I've done a number of the daily quests. I haven't run into this one, Fev. That's really cool. Well, do you know the name of the quest um, off the top of your head? Um, we have a story from the Mothman's Ranger. He says, one time at Sugar Grove, I went for a quest and I was met by a Flatwoods monster leading an army of Colonel Gutsies and Robobrains charging at me. I was terrified because there were so many of them. That's amazing. A Flatwood monster with a with a robot army. That's hilarious. Um, uh, Fragile Shark notes here, Dune currently on audiobooks.com. Just uh, clear 22 hours from your listening schedule real quick. Yeah, well, if you've got a commute, that's like, you know, if you have an hour commute each direction, that's just 22, that's 11 days of listening to an audiobook. Um, Crystal, Crystal King says my story. I saw him once. That's the story. Um, (laughs) Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for that story. Crystal, always insightful about these things. Um, I think we're kind of running out of stuff. Fev, do you have any other details about the ghost and why you think the ghost is a hologram? Lainey, 
Are you excited to run into the fallout to the Flatwoods? The fallout monster. I want to call him the fallout monster. Is this, I mean, you've seen pictures of him. Have you seen yeah. pictures of him? I, oh yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm excited to run into anything in the game. Honestly, I, I love playing games and I love letting games beat me up. I do not mind. <laughs> games beat me up. So, of all the cryptids, of, do you? I know you haven't experienced them all yet, but of all the cryptids, do you have a favorite cryptid? Like one that you are most looking forward to running into? Have you? Have you? You haven't run into any of them. None of them. You haven't seen a Grafton monster. You haven't seen a Mothman. You haven't seen a Flatwoods monster. But I just a started. Wendigo. You just started. Mm-hmm. Is there one that you are like? Well, either oh, I really, really want to run into this one or oh God, I hope I never see this because that looks freaky. So either of those. So in the real world, I really love Mothman and I, I would love to actually encounter Mothman like in real life. If Mothman exists, of oh. course, I would love that. Mm, yes, I love that wouldn't Mothman. freak you out. No, I absolutely not. <laughs> OK, <laughs> but in terms of the game, I would love to see Mothman. But I'm actually like kind of excited about um, what are they called? The hang on, I have it here. This is a silly one to be excited about. It's a silly the one. Snallygaster? The Snallygaster. And, and I'll explain yeah. more why, like when we get to that episode. But okay. I, I mean, they're really creepy and weird. And I was reading about like the, yeah. I saw pictures, of course, and I was reading the description of what they look like. And uh-huh. just the idea. So like the Mothman, I would love to encounter in real life. The Snallygaster? Absolutely not. <laughs> no, yeah, no. The Snallygaster is disgusting. Mm-hmm. Super gross. Okay, that, that makes sense to me. <laughs> I get that one. I don't know. Running into the Mothman in real life, that's a little bit... I don't know. I mean, the I want to so go for a actual, ride. I want to like, piggyback him. You just piggyback him. Yeah. The actual <laughs> Mothman is like super creepy because he foretells, you know, terrible things that might happen, or he shows up on like you know a road at night and like in the dark, and oh, it's kind of scary. Yeah, I don't know about that. We have a few more stories here. Uh, my experience, says Fev, was they interrupted my building a camp and blew up my generators. You said this like it's plural. Were there more than one of these? Um, weird. Okay. <laughs> more than one Flatwoods monster? Yeah, I mean, did you come across, uh, like, more than one Flatwoods monster at the same time? Because you say they. Uh, Sir Boozington says, I was stalking a bear from a cliff once, and it was glitchy. Then I turned around and saw my first Flatwoods monster. Um, it's, always, it's always shocking when they're closer to you than you expect, or any of the cryptids are, and you're like, whoa, there's that thing. Um... Uh, Muffins Ranger also says, I have also fought two of them at once before. Okay, so you did run into two of them. I was confused because I thought he was teleporting fast enough to be in two places at once. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, all right, so Fev is explaining a little bit more about the ghost thing. I mean, it comes mostly from the holograms from Dead Money being called ghosts. I see. So you think that this is kind of a reference back to that being a thing and that this may also be kind of the explanation for why there's a ghost in this one. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. Mothman's Ranger says you need to meet a wise Mothman lady. Do you realize that there are different kinds of Mothman in the game? Yeah. Well, there's like different variants of every single one. There's like seven variants of a Mothman, but there's, I don't know, some cryptids have more, some cryptids have less. Some of them are crazy. 
like the uh yeah. the the colossus wendigo that one is that's nasty. oh yeah yeah that's that's yeah that's all the rage lately uh earl <laughs> earl's one of them um yeah for sure you'll get you'll get high enough level to, to do some of that content well, cool. Well, thank you for your stories, everybody. Um, it's always fun to hang out with you guys. And stay tuned. After the stream, we will be playing Fallout 76 on stream. So you're welcome to join us. Um, we'll be running around Lainey's uh, little... <laughs> so we should tell people, Lainey, before we go, what we did after last week's stream. You created Hope, right? Yes. Because Hope was... The only, the only thing that thing didn't stuck come in Pandora's box, right? Didn't come out of Pandora's box. But we decided that we would create a gang of new characters to surround you, to surround Hope with things that did come out of Pandora's box. So I'm this pale goth girl named Death, mm-hmm. and I just kill everybody. I guess that's the way I'm going to role play this character. We encountered the first settler, and you just you had a little debate uh, about it, but you went in. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm, mine is just kind of a chaotic evil. Uh, pestilence. Um, yeah. And worst of all, Erp. Erp was there as well. Uh, that's Crystal King or Derp's character in game. Erp already is something that came out of Pandora's box. You would know if you took a look at him. He clearly was some sort of disease or something that Quite came out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's what we've been doing. So you guys are always welcome to join us in the evenings. All right, guys, I think that's it for this episode of the Fall Lorecast. Thank you for joining us as usual. Um, We will be back most likely Sunday night for the patron episode next week. So stay tuned for that. And if you can tune in tomorrow at 5 p.m. Eastern slash 2 p.m. Pacific on the Fallout Hub, we will be discussing more about the Microsoft Bethesda ZeniMax purchase thing that's going on so um come back and and join us for that all right laney thanks for joining me we're gonna transition over to the stream to the game stream and we will see you guys next time until then stay safe and if you see the flatwoods monster uh make sure it's not just a barn owl because that might be a thing but if you're in fallout 76 it's probably not a barn owl because i don't think those are in fallout 76 all right guys talk to you later see ya To plug into everything else we're doing, check out robotsradio.net. Also, look up the Robots Radio YouTube for videos about Fallout and other things. And check us out on Twitter, twitter.com slash robotsradio. This podcast was brought to you in part by our patrons at patreon.com slash falloutlorecast, including our tier five patrons. Thank you so much to Firewriter for supporting the show. Also, if you're interested in business inquiries, advertising on the show, or applying to be a podcast on the robots radio network send me a message at falloutlorecast at gmail.com or robotsnetwork at gmail.com mother's day is almost here and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around a watch she can wear every day for movement whether mom's into classic dress watches rare and refined ceramics or tried and true bestsellers Movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.